I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Christmas. Yeah. And Hanukkah. Yeah. Jewish. Not allowed to have a Christmas tree growing up. Okay. But me either. Full decorations. Okay. That is... <laughs> crazy <laughs> to this day sarah <laughs> it's, it's illogical that is so funny I don't know how to knit or crochet. I have those balls of yarn for needlepoint, which like I go in and out of phases because it's I love the way that it looks, but it takes a very long time and it's kind of boring. And I was just I'm saying this now because I'm talking to Sarah Hayward, my guest today, who's my BFF and like the best writer in L.A. And she's my first friend in L.A. and whatever. We can talk about (laughs) that later. But I have this great lawyer's bookshelf for like attorney's bookshelf or I don't is know what it is some either lawyer or attorney shelf it's called they're great it's a beautiful bookcase that's like made for displaying it, it's stuff. almost like a diorama bookshelf right. it's really cool but I don't know slash have enough stuff like I'm Set really up a making scene. make one of the floors a scene that's what my friend Paul Monroe said but like like a diorama I don't okay but like you love many things right couldn't you get set Don't up? Don't you think it would look a little bit small in there? Like, yes, you need middle sized miniatures. Right. And I'm really making like scenes. Like, no, I don't know how to do seasonal that. Seasonal decorations that change according to the season. Well, we're here because Sarah's hobby is holidays. So That's I guess right. you would do that, like, really into seasonal decorations. I would be excited to have a place to display seasonal decorations uh-huh. that was always changing. Okay, so if you had that bookshelf, that's what you would do? Either that or, as I think I said last time, and something else we considered talking about as my hobby, I would do like my collection of like 70s paperbacks or my collection mm-hmm. of right. Babysitter's Club books type of thing. I have right. like, you know, 100 Babysitter's Club books from the 80s and like they that would look would great in there. That would one or two shelves. So like my no. collection of 70s, 80s paperbacks, which I love – fits I think in one of those shelves because I've done it before but that's just one shelf there's one two three four 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 I have another wild idea then I maybe would be using it in like a bedroom situation for sweaters and I think they'd look beautiful that's a good idea I like like that. that anything that looks beautiful to display 
Right. And also is functional. Mm-hmm. When you say like holidays, like, you know, I get it. And I know that we both love Halloween. Absolutely. We, my favorite holiday. Yeah, it's the best. My family on a text message, a big group message had to guess my two favorite holidays <laughs> in order. And they all got them. And they're not typical favorite holidays, if I do say so. Okay, so your first I just revealed one, of course, yeah. So your second one, 4th of July? Valentine's Day. I was going to say that, but it seemed too obvious. I should have just gone with my gut. I thought 4th of July because I'm like, oh, it's decor-wise, I don't love it, but it is a fun day. I actually don't like 4th of July. I don't like 4th of July or New Year's. So are those those your top least? Yes. I mean, other than probably holidays that are politically incorrect or that I don't know about would be the absolute least. Valentine's Day, I... I don't, I love the decorations for, yeah, but I guess the sentiment behind it, I don't care about. I have a theory about why I like Valentine's Day. Tell me. I was raised with Valentine's Day as a family holiday. It was never a romantic holiday for me. So from as long as I can remember, we had this box in our house that we all decorated together. That was like a big cardboard box with like an envelope sort of shaped opening at the top. And on February 1st, my mom would put it in the kitchen and we'd fill it that month with like Valentine cards to each other and like little things we wanted to give each other. And then on Valentine's Day morning, we'd all open it. That is so great. Yeah. And to this day, my mom sends us Valentine's packages. Oh my God. That's so cute and such a good idea it was great because i do feel obviously some people say it's just a commercial holiday and other i was a girl who never had a boyfriend for like 21 years so and i wanted one so like i should be a candidate for hating valentine's day but i've never associated it with like you have to have a partner to like valentine's day and i love getting my family or friends valentine cards and like doing all that kind of thing i love that so is your mom also into holidays? Yes, I'd say so. Okay, so that so I was going to say, like, how did you start getting into them? But it obviously makes sense if your mom is into She's them. She's into them, but I also am just, my personality is one that loves a theme. Right. Love a theme party, love a theme night, love just, pres- like, putting a theme onto a night. Like, we're just hanging and we decide it's going to be. Right. As simple as cozy night, you know, or stay by the bell night, like, there's we've done those things together before. Yeah. Um, so I think if you love a theme, loving holidays, it's like a built in theme that the whole world knows about. And you didn't have a bat mitzvah? No. Oh, wow. I know. If you did. What would the theme have been? Yeah. Do you know? Or can you give me like a couple of things that you've thought about over the years? Because that was the biggest deal. I know. And I part of the reason why I had a bat mitzvah was because I wanted to have the party and I wanted to have a theme. All the closest I can think of is I found a list recently that my high school best friend and I made in ninth grade planning an imaginary sweet 16 that we never ended up having. Yeah. And we were united on what the theme should be. This was in 1999 and the theme was going to be millennium. Ah, uh. <laughs> What would you guys have done with oh, that? Oh, the list is like disco balls, <laughs> a glitter machine. Ooh. A lot of like silver glitter yeah. confetti was it's really great theme. mirrors, bubbles, and glitter, I Love would say. That. This was, that was definitely the focus. Did you have a sweet 16? No, I haven't done like any of these things. That's that would interesting. Have I guess, I guess you don't often throw your own parties. Mm-hmm. Like there was one birthday party I went to when you're 30th. My friend's husband threw several birthday parties for the two of us over right. the years because our birthdays are very close together. Right. Yeah. It was like a group party. Yeah. If I don't have to throw it, I love it. Wow. Well, it's just stressful to throw right. a big party. I like, yeah. like a little gathering. 
But really, it's like, I actually think it's more about like making a making it feel like a party, even if it's just like two of you. Yeah, I really like that, too. It's like the best. And this time of year, as much as I just said that Halloween and Valentine's Day are my favorites, Christmas is probably very close to Halloween in like the fact that there's such a long lead up. Right. And you can be celebrating it all month for me. Right. So like I'm on the way here. I was listening to Christmas music, like fully enjoying it. You were. Yes. And so cute. Also, I, I know because Sarah like doesn't love music. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> She's just not, you're just like not I'm like, not into music right which I love about you it's a sad part of my personality I think it's cool I'm left out of a universal human experience whatever I actually I don't know I am interested in music but it's something private for me and I mm-hmm. don't really like like chatting with people about your favorite bands oh, it's it's left over from high school where like that was how you were able to announce like your cool status or like how much Mm -hmm. you knew about something. And like, I think it comes like from my family who's really into music and they're just all like really like deep cuts and B sides. And like, it's always like, this is how much I know you don't know as much as me. And I don't like that feeling. And I don't think that that's a conversation that when, when, when something is an interest and it steers towards, I know more than you, it's not about connection anymore. And I, I'm not into that. Yeah. Like if it, I like things that can be shared. So, but, and you also, you don't love concerts. No. Right. But that's because I'm old now. Yeah. I mean, I used to love that. I never did. Okay. I came home. I went to my first concert. I think. What was it? The very first one was Sarah McLaughlin. Cute. Indigo Girls was in there. And then, love me. Then I got into Bare Naked Ladies and went on like a spree for like four years of going to every concert they had and Dave (laughs) Matthews Band. But at the Sarah McLaughlin (laughs) concert in eighth grade, someone in front of us was smoking pot. And there was also a lot of cigarette smoking happening. I was with my friend Hillary and her dad. And when I got home that night, I vomited in the middle of the night. It was like too much for my very innocent eighth grade self. That's were you crying? I it was just it was too much. It It was was just too adult. Yeah, (laughs) Sarah McLaughlin concert. Wait, that was eighth grade. Mm -hmm. Sarah, I know. I was a baby. I was wearing Gap Kids, and like I was sad because I was so tall. I was aging out of it, and I really wanted to keep wearing Gap Kids. When I was in eighth grade, I like skip school to like stand in line by myself at the city in the city at the academy to go to the a secret beastie boy show like we were so different so different i was like telling on people who <laughs> like <laughs> like i like famously got like you know really became a social pariah for like telling on this one boy in 7th grade what did he do I think he had like looked at something on the teacher's desk that like gave him the answer to something. Wow. (laughs) I know. It's crazy that I did that because by the time I was in high school, I was not like that anymore. Right. But in middle school, that was very much my vibe. Originally, when I asked you what your hobby was, you were like, I don't think I have one. We spun around for like an hour to get to holidays. Right. But it's because I think of you as somebody who has so many interests outside of your career and what you do for a living. And I can't name one. It's maybe it's not that the interests are so like wild, but you have very specific likes and dislikes yes. about and ways that you like doing things. Yes. So like Sarah's nickname is shiny unicorn. And one would say, oh, then is her hobby like collecting unicorns or something? But alas, it is not. Not any, not anymore. 
No, you were you're we reached unicorn, unicorn saturation yeah. in this country. Yeah. And I was into unicorns my whole life, but it's at this point I can't take on You were anymore. into them first. I mean, Let's I'm sure other that. people were too, but it just wasn't trendy. There was no unicorn food. There's just it was you couldn't even buy unicorn stuff in the stores for most of my life. They were really hard to find. Yeah. It was very hard to find for a long time. So it became cool to find unicorn stuff and now it's overkill. Have you seen the original Black Christmas? The movie? Yes. It's a horror Christmas movie. We watched it two nights ago. And the reason I'm bringing this up is it featured a murder that I wish I had come up with where a sorority girl, spoiler alert. No, wait. I don't know if I want to spoil. Okay, It's one of like the 15 deaths in the movie. Are you okay with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) A sorority girl gets stabbed to death by her glass unicorn. Ooh. It's so delicious. That's really good. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that we have in common is that we love horror movies. Yes. Do we do? Yeah. We both love horror. I love movies. horror movies. I don't love supernatural. Right. So you have specific areas. I like to feel this really could happen to me tomorrow. Like someone could stalk me, right. kidnap me, and kill me. And also, I don't think that this is true, but for a long time, I probably thought that your hobby was like nostalgia. I think that's not far. Again, though, I think these things have become very, maybe because of social media, like Instagram. It's all, I've become so aware of other people having these same likes and seeing so much of it that it makes me sort of take a step back. I totally get that feeling because when it's so shared, it's a little bit like this was my special thing. Now it's everywhere. It almost gets stressful too. It's like you can't really keep up. Yeah. And I do love following Instagram accounts about stuff, you know, that just show old ads or like stuff from our childhood, old toys, etc. But there was a period where I was like collecting that stuff. And I think I also have had to become less acquisitive. So it's like I can't go down a rabbit hole of like collecting Polly Pockets right now as much as that would fill my day with joy. Like I just can't take them on. You have your when you particularly like something, you're very specific about how you like it. And so like I remember you've watched every episode of Gilmore Girls. You said I watched Every episode of Gilmore Girls every single day for three years in a row or something like that. No, way more. It was one a day for eight or nine years. I've seen the whole series like probably 30 times. Oh, my God. That's so many times. Yeah. How many seasons are there, not including the recent one? Six, six, seven. Well, it's hard hard because it's like, do you count? There's a season without Amy Sherman Palladino that like some people don't count. Uh Uh-huh. I liked the most recent in that like I was like back with my old friends. Right. Like getting to see them hear them say things I had never heard before. So you've seen that series like 30 times, yet me and you never talk about it. I'm not someone who tries to get other people to watch my whatever I'm into. I also don't think it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. And similar to getting stressed by how much everyone's into nostalgia, it sometimes stresses me out to talk about the thing that I'm obsessing about. Because it's like, I have like so much I want to express. It's easier to just not do it. Yeah, so privacy is part of your like, it's a sort of habit for I enjoy you know, it fully part even of the process. without sharing it. Like right. it really these things are enjoyable to me even even if I didn't meet anyone else. More who, without sharing it, I would mm, say. I love being on like the Gilmore Guys podcast, you know, and talking uh-huh. for like seven hours about Gilmore Girls with people who I feel are equally knowledgeable. Is that how long you guys talked? There for? was one episode where Aisha and I I think it was six or seven hours. It was all day. That's so many hours. <laughs> we could have kept going. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's something you and Aisha have in common that you bond about. Equal, equal, and I don't say that lightly. Right. Equal knowledge. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So back to holidays. I like I like your process. I like your privacy. I like the specifics that you have with your routine and your habits. Well, it's just also the reason it's sometimes fun to do it in like a small set, small group for these kinds of things is like you can do so much more. Like I live in a small apartment. Like if I'm going to just like host one person or like just Aaron and we're going to like have a Christmas night. Like it's so fun. I can really go all out. I can get like enough Christmas snacks. I just made like a crazy purchase of holiday snacks the other day. From where? Target is a great place if anyone is looking for seasonal snacks. They have, they always have like goldfish crackers shaped like holiday things mm-hmm. all the different holiday oreo flavors holiday milano flavors mm. um the holiday colored peanut butter m&ms that's something i love buying all the shaped reese's that you and i love at different mm. times of year what do they have christmas they, trees have, tr- right bo- they have three different ones they have christmas tree shaped they have like let christmas light shaped which is like they're just ovals basically and they have mystery holiday shape hmm. which i feel like are the ones that got deformed in the machine Ooh, t- definitely <laughs> You said Christmas tree shaped. Christmas tree shaped and then like Christmas light We're shaped. We're only going to like the light ones. No, the trees are okay. None are of them they? have the hard ridge, so they're all delicious. Okay. We, just so you guys know, the pumpkin Pumpkins shape, are the best. Reese's peanut butter cups for Halloween are the best candy that Easter egg shape is great too. It's just a giant oval. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. There is something about the pumpkin I know. Though. I don't know so why. Fun. It's like the width, the fatness. And you're like girth. supposed to be eating candy, although same for Easter, but. Right. So did your family, I'm going to go through month by month and you ask me, I'm going to ask you if you guys celebrated this and you still celebrate it. Okay. September, there's nothing. Labor Day, Election Day, I don't know. No, nothing in September. I will say I used to have this fantasy that when I was, uh, when I grew up and had kids, that on the first day of each month, I would like decorate the breakfast table according to like the themes of that month. So like okay. September 1st might be maybe like autumn leaves, you or know, like a back to school or a back to school theme. Exactly. Right. So you said you would decorate the like table. the breakfast just so they come down on the first and it's like a little mini holiday on the first of every month. What would you do with the table? Like put a pencil. Yeah. Maybe like some uh, like <laughs> let's say like autumn leaves like a leaf shaped thing. Yeah. Like pencils are a great idea. Like pencil school supplies like ruler. You like know. my sister and I would have modeling shoot. Yeah. Exactly. Game where we would play dress up, but we would have themes. And I remember it's back amazing. to school was like one of the themes. Back to school is such and a I, good theme. I had a pencil behind my ear and I was holding a book with like a cover because we had to cover our Of course books. we did too. No yeah. one does that. They don't even like have books anymore. I don't know what's going on. Do they not have textbooks? I, I don't know. Maybe they leave them at school type of thing because their Whoa. backs are hurting or something. I know like kids like have wheelie suitcases. I always now. had cool book covers. Like Lisa Frank. Or like just the cool 80s sticky ones. I know my mom would co- ours weren't cool. She would cover ours brown paper with brown paper and from the supermarket. Sure, we would do that or I would draw on them or she would get do you remember these weird like plasticky ones that said like a college? So it would say like Penn State and be like <laughs> red and white like yeah. they were so stupid. Colleges, Col- college were stuff very was big in eighties. Like a T-shirt with any college name, like a baby. You're saying tea? that's in right now? No, it was in back then. To- like in a the nineties, I guess. I think it was nineties. Yeah. Like I can, I know anything she- with any college. Yes, it was just college. It was like a theme in and of itself. Yeah, college, college. was right. That's a cool theme. I think back to school is a cool theme for like a bat mitzvah or something. But the problem is those kids are in school, so right. they don't want to think about back to school. Unless you have a bat mitzvah that's back, that's like in the beginning of September. Yeah, it'd be fun. 
which nobody does because then you're studying over the summer and no Jewish kid's going to do that. They're going to camp. Right. Wait, which is also a great theme. Of course. College wise, though, what was very, very big for us, late 80s, early 90s, Mm -hmm. were boxer shorts with colleges all over them. Yes. Was that for you? Yes, and boxer shorts in general. Boxer shorts has shorts in general, but with colleges. I have a theory they don't make boxer shorts in the same style as what we were all wearing back then. I cannot find them. I cannot find them anywhere. I specifically look for the college ones, though. I don't. And I have a pair of my dad's plaid boxers that like, I inherited at some point to wear as pajamas. Right. And they they fit perfectly. They don't dig at the waist. They're yeah. huge, but they still fit. I agree. And I cannot find box. Now boxers are like stiff material and slim cut. It's really weird. I used to live in them as shorts. Yes. And it was normal. Yes. For everybody. Yeah. Now it it's like, why is that girl wearing, wearing boxer boxers? Shorts? Because they look so much like boxers. It's really weird. They did it differently then. Yeah. I think you're right. Anyway. October, October, obviously it's Halloween. Halloween. You start from day one. Oh my God. Yes. And you do, did you guys do your whole house? No, but I had Halloween parties growing up and certainly we weren't allowed to buy our costumes or even really any components for our costumes. So we would like submit our ideas for our costumes. To your parents? To my mom. And my grandma would sew them for us. Whoa. So we begged for store-bought costumes like this was not I realize now this sounds really cool and time-consuming and awesome but at the time we wanted like the cheap plasticky costumes but this is so interesting that your mom like had this rule she still makes costumes for me like she made me my Teddy Ruxpin costume a few years ago she made me my Care Bear costume in college they look way cooler than the store-bought one yeah I know at the time, I didn't feel that way. Well, that's what's weird. Like at the time, you guys begged for store bought, and she was like, "No, we're making." Yeah, them. she was like, "Those are crappy. They're cheap looking." We're but gonna, it's also, but if you change your mind close to the date, you're in trouble. And you know, kids change their minds a lot about what they want to be for Halloween. See, but I guess I'm just like, well, wouldn't your mom just want to make it fun for you no matter what, even if it was cheap? Well, we looking? weren't like crying. I mean, like it was, you know, it was fine. Like. It, it was still fun to wear the cost, the amazing costumes that got made for us. Right. Did you ever change your mind at the last minute? I think I did, but I just because I remember this being like a problem. Right. But I don't remember specifically what year I changed my mind. Do you have a favorite costume? And I know that's a really hard question. That I've ever worn for Halloween. Yeah. The Care Bear was spectacular because, especially because the store-bought ones are so bad. Right. I really don't like those sort of like kigurumi, like one-piece things that look like Care Bears that people wear. Yeah. And it was just so pure and good. It was like we had like pink, it was in college, so you know I was an adult, pink long johns, you know, mm-hmm. in the perfect pink shade. And my mom sewed like a very simple felt white belly with the rainbow. Mm-hmm. And then... I think in a stroke of genius, because I couldn't find pink uh, bear ears, mm-hmm. I found pink pig ears that looked enough like bear ears. Perfect. And it was just such a cute costume, and I was so comfortable the whole night. Yeah. It sent me down a path of long john-based pajamas for right. a long time. Um, I won a contest once when I was Chester Cheetah. Oh, my God. Leopard cheetah print long johns. Yeah. Ray-Bans. White, like, <laughs> skate shoes. And then here was my stroke of genius. Cheetah ears, obviously. I my purse was a cleaned out bag of Cheetos that wow. I like scrubbed clean and I had my wallet in there and my camera because this was like pre-smartphone. Um, but what I also had in there was a mini bag of Cheetos so that if anyone <laughs> called me on my bluff and was like, can I have a Cheeto, Chester? I could hand them a Cheeto. 
it's so good. That is yeah. a really, really good costume. I won a contest. What'd you win? First prize. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love your costume. I love those two ideas. Also, Teddy Ruxpin is cute. Teddy Ruxpin was amazing, and we had the tape. We had the actual Teddy Ruxpin tape like glued to the back of the costume. Oh, my God. Yeah, that one was really cool, but it's the reason I don't name it is it was a tough one for people to recognize. Huh. A lot of people just don't. It's a little bit more of a deep cut. Interesting. Care Bear, everyone knows. You know, my my like sort of bet noir of costumes that I've never pulled off is being a My Little Pony. Because it's mm. a lot harder to dress like a pony than you might think. I It sounds hard to me. It's hard. There's <laughs> the legs, the hooves. Like, it's just not going to look good. You got to put something on your butt for the cutie mark. It's right. just, it's a little bit not happening. It seems hard. Yeah. You were a mermaid. The f- mermaid was amazing. Our first year of friendship. Yeah. That was really, really that good That was one I put costume. together all on my own. It and it was amazing. And then this year you came over, you were an angel. Yeah, that was just... Looked really, really good. If I'm going to steep... If I'm going to, like, stoop to the level of a store-bought costume, I work really hard to find one that looks beautiful right. and not quite store-bought. It didn't look store It was like a white year. velvet dress yeah, it was with really feather pretty. wings. I totally agree. I If I do buy something from the store, I need to accessorize it or do something yes. where at least I think that... I'm making it my own, which is what I did this year or whatever. Totally. But also, my, I just don't sew. Do you sew? Not zero. My main rule, though, is that even the purse has to be part of the costume. You can't just like be carrying around a bag. It has to totally. be functional and thematic. Are you allowed to use a pumpkin as a purse? As a kid, yes, of course. As an adult, no. Only if I was dressed as like the headless horseman or something. I don't right. know. Like, okay. what, what, <laughs> does he have a pumpkin head? Okay. Anyone who has who would make sense carrying a pumpkin, sure. No, we can. This whole episode could be about Halloween. Yeah, I know. We could really go off the rails. I love Halloween. I know it's the best. Yeah. We have the best time. This yeah. year was so much fun, and it wasn't even the best one. I just get cozy thinking about Me Halloween too. and also Christmas. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm Jewish, but I really get cozy thinking about those well, things. Well, the fact that we don't live in New York for these holidays is really heartbreaking, especially Halloween. But what you about don't Thanksgiving? Wear a, you don't want to wear a coat over your costume. That's the one advantage. You're right. The one. I know that is always like such a bummer. It's the bane of every child's existence. And I always had to wear a coat and then you take it off and scurry to the front door and trick or treat and then put it back on to walk in between the houses. I know. So we skipped over November. I love Thanksgiving. It's like a very big family holiday for us. Just last night I was saying I'm never going to miss my family Thanksgiving no matter what. And Aaron's cool with that. He was arguing with me about it. I think just to test test my limits. Okay. Do you guys do anything? Did you do a Thanksgiving table first month of November? Did I? Do yeah, growing up. Growing up, it was we we spend a week on Cape Cod for Thanksgiving, uh-huh. which is in and of itself like quite oh, a commitment. That sounds so nice. I've never been there, but yes, like you feel very close to the Pilgrims, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so We're not is it really supposed to celebrate Thanksgiving anymore? Right. Well, we can have like a family meal, but it isn't about. It should not be about pilgrims. It isn't really about that anymore. We play a game in my family, a highly contested game that everyone hates, but I make us do it. What is it? Where we pick one person each year, a different person, and we all go around and say the one word we think most defines them. Wow. Yeah. That's so fun. I want to be a member of your family so (laughs) badly. You are. No, but like you haven't let me in. Like... Sarah just looked at me and shrugged. <laughs> You're like, in. I, but you'd, like, have, you'd have to fly to Cape Cod. Fine. <laughs> I just feel like I've invited myself many times and like, I just want, 
I just want to be in so badly. I want to be part of the traditions. I want to play a game. I want to be put on the spot. I These don't care. These games cause like fights and stuff. You know, I like, like it. It sounds really fun, but there's like always drama. I love being a part of somebody else's family. <laughs> well, like one, my aunt like hated the game so much because she kept thinking it was going to turn mean and like it never does, of right. course. So we finally forced it to be her turn, even though we were trying to get through all the kids first. And after that, she's always liked the game. So it is like a game that proves its own worth. Is your mom on your side about like, no, we have to play the game? Not at all. I'd say that whole generation would would be fine with us skipping it. Who's on your side? Everyone. My sister. My brother. My cousins for the most part. But my sister would definitely defend the game with me. Your brother? Yeah, he goes along with it. Okay. Christmas. Yeah. Tell me, and Hanukkah. Yeah, Jewish, not allowed to have a Christmas tree growing up. Okay, me either. Full decorations. Okay, that is crazy. (laughs) To this day. Sarah. (laughs) It's it's illogical. That is so funny. My mom does amazing. We don't do the outside of the house. Never that. Right. But my mom does amazing indoor decorations. And my sister's sister's birthday is Christmas Eve. She has a whole Christmas themed birthday dinner every year that we all attend at the house. Full decorations. We all get Christmas like crackers and uh, the most amazing Christmas stockings on Christmas morning. Wait, what? Slow down. What are Christmas crackers? They're those things that are on your place setting that you pull both ends and it bursts open oh, and there's like a fortune, a paper crown and a little toy inside. Fun. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. And what do the stockings look like? We handmade from childhood, same ones we've always had with uh-huh. our names and glitter and decorations all over them from when we were kids. The significant others each now also have a stocking and the babies. So you had a very crafty childhood. You know, weirdly, as we're talking, it does sound like I did. And I'm not a crafter myself. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, I don't. This sounds your mom must be. It crafty. was a su- It was a weird. They almost had this like 80. They weren't hippies at all. But there was an aversion to buying stuff like this like i think she just didn't like the look of store-bought stockings so we had to have homemade stockings i love that but the fact that she i get that but me too also putting the work into doing it is a lot i know like here's the question would, would this type of mom now be like an instagram mom yeah or like a pinterest mom right. or if your mom wasn't into sharing she's it. She's just not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get that too. Also, she doesn't care about the stuff being perfect. So it's not like these are like beautiful stockings. You're going to tell someone how to copy. They're cute. I want to know what they look like. I'll so send you badly. pictures this year. So did you make them with your. I think we did because the decorations are pretty childlike. I got to talk to your mom about. Yeah. This. 
They're I'm awesome. So your mom does know how to sew. You use a she sewing machine. She can sew, but she really can knit. She. This right. is also holiday themed. She gifted me. Um, I have been dreaming of owning the sweater that Beverly D'Angelo wears in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation <laughs> since I first saw it, which was relatively late in life. I was 19 when I first saw it. I've been dreaming of owning the sweater ever since. It's black with white hearts. Uh-huh. And she gifted it. to me. She knitted it for me and gave it to me for my birthday. And I've been wearing it this whole holiday season. That's such a good, good gift. I That's also so like cool that your mom knew yeah. that. It's oh, very yeah. so thoughtful. Also, it sounds like a great sweater. It is. And I like to have clothes to wear while I'm like watching. So like all Halloween. One of my questions. All Halloween, I have I have a lot of Halloween clothes. So like mm-hmm. I have like sweatshirts that say boo and like, you know, a dress that's like orange and covered in pumpkins and stuff. And like if we're going to sit down and watch Halloween movies, like I'm going to be wearing one of those outfits. Right. Christmas, same thing. And a sp- it's even better if it's specific. So when I sit down to watch Christmas Vacation this year, I will be in that sweater. Right. And when my sister and brother and I, or just my sister and I watch Home Alone, which we do every year. Yeah. We have matching Keep the Change of Filthy Animal sweatshirts. <laughs> and we each have to have our own cheese pizza because oh he says like a cheese pizza, you know, a, whole, a pizza just for me. So you guys all wear them and do that when you're watching the movie. Yeah, in the days leading up to Christmas. I love your family. This is making me want to have more than one kid. I, you know, there's been ups and downs. Was your dad into the traditions? He'd go along with it. He mm-hmm. was always working very hard. So mm-hmm. my mom was definitely the one, you know, pushing it along. But he sends me Valentine's to this day. So what other Christmas movies do you guys watch? Oh, we make a schedule every year <laughs> and we alternate through so we don't get sick of anything. Okay. The ones that almost always get watched, uh-huh. Home Alone. Uh-huh. I'm a big Gremlins person. So Gremlins is on top of my list. My talk sister, to my husband about Gremlins. My, <laughs> no, I love Gremlins, but Paul loves my it. My sister isn't as, she loves it, but she's, I'm the one who's like, I'm never sick of it. Yeah. Christmas Vacation usually is in there. Um, my sister weirdly always makes us watch Trading Places and <laughs> Long Kiss Goodnight. That's those so, are hers. Those are her Christmas movies. Yes. I'm very into like the holiday family stone. Like she's not as into those. I love the family stone. And I've already watched it this season. I used to, an ex-boyfriend used to take me to a family stone Christmas party every year. Oh my God. Where people would dress like the characters and we'd all watch family stone. Ugh. It was one of the traditions I, saw it three times in the theater. I look forward to the most. That is and so I cool. mourn it to this day. One year, the DVD player didn't work. So they went out to CVS and bought a new DVD player. And for some reason, it would only play it in black and white. Whoa. And let me tell you, it changes the whole tone of the movie. It's already a sad movie. Black and white makes it like a deep, dark drama. Whoa. Yeah. This is so fascinating to me. I cannot believe somebody had a Family Stone theme party. Oh, he the host was so into it, and he would always wear a black turtleneck and dress up like Everett. And oh it was my god, that's so becoming perfect. and so perfect. Uh, we need to watch that. Yeah, I will watch it a million times. No, but like me and you. Yeah. Okay, so you and I do plan to watch a lot of movies together, and we don't partly because you live on the west side and I live on the east, but. Once Around, which I talk to you about yeah, a I've, lot. Yeah, I've watched it. I love it. Oh, then me, who do I talk about me. it with? But I watched it because you told me to. Did you watch it recently? Yeah, like in the past year. You loved it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> but you Can know, you believe that you've never seen it? No, but you introduced me to a lot of stuff like that, including when you told me that your inspiration for your house was that movie Shoot the Moon. Yeah. And I watched it with my mom and it was like, 
you brought me a joy. I'm so I couldn't glad. believe I didn't grow up watching it. That means so much to me. The fact that you and your mom watched yeah. it and your mom loved it. Yeah. Who did you watch Once Around with? I think with Aaron. I think we watched it together. That movie is so good. It was so hard for us to find. It's impossible to find. It's not on any streaming I service. I feel like I maybe had to buy it on some we had to buy DVD it. or something. Paul... When, because he hadn't seen it, so I and our old nanny bought it for us. It was mm. the nicest, most thoughtful Christmas gift. This is two years ago, Paul, or last year maybe. Paul cried so hard. I love that at the part where I'm not going to do a spoiler <laughs> alert, but like, yeah, watching the movie, yeah, and I did too, and I had forgotten about that part, and it's so touching and beautiful, and it's like such an interesting movie, and I'm just digressing for a second because like. No one ever, I never see movies about like this guy, you're marrying somebody, yeah. he's great, but he's just like, it's like somebody who's like a, in your family because they have to be mm-hmm. and is like a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And like you love that your daughter's happy and loves them, it's but it's nuanced. like, it's, it's very so nuanced. nuanced. It's not like, it's not like a situation. It's not like meet the parents. It's right. not like a situation where like a villain is entering the family or someone so crazy that like you just have one opinion about them. Right. It's a, it's about dynamics. Right. I love that. I feel like family it, stone is about that. And home is. for the holidays. It I is. don't love the ending of once around, but it's the home for the holidays, you know, is one of so it's a rare breed. It's a Thanksgiving movie. And there aren't a lot of there's planes, trains and automobiles, which frequently gets listed on Christmas lists, which is so idiotic. Right. And home for the holidays, I think also occasionally appears on Christmas lists. It's like people see the word holiday. I think of it as a holiday movie, but you're right. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Those two movies are Thanksgiving. So is there anything else that you guys, what does your brother insist on watching? There's always an action movie. So if it's not Long Kiss Goodnight, it could be Die Hard. I think Lethal Lethal Weapon's also technically Christmas. Die Hard comes up a lot. This year it's going to be Die Hard. Okay. But yeah, I mean, there's a huge, huge list. There's one. And does your sister-in-laws have, are they part of this now? It depends who's there. So this year I know my sister and her wife will be there for like five days. So we have a really packed schedule of movies we're going to be watching. Okay. Does your sister-in-law have a Home Alone sweatshirt? No. Does only, she feel left out? No. Only the siblings okay, have okay. those sweatshirts. And, n- and never will the in-laws? No, they could if okay, they okay. wanted. I'll ask her if she wants one. Okay. The ones that we don't watch, though, that everyone loves are like, you know, everyone has their own opinions. Like, my sister doesn't like a Christmas story, you know? I don't either. Yeah, I don't it makes love me it. feel weird. It, 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 there's a weird I tone. It's a nostalgia that is not comfortable for me. And it's not a nostalgia I relate to. No, because it's like it's a not wartime Jewish, nostalgia. And it's too old timey. It's old timey. I don't like the coloring of the wood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like the guns. Another one that we should love, and it's a childhood movie for us, but we don't, is Scrooged. Oh, I love it. We find it boring. I get it. it. I saw it in the movie theater, obviously. No, I mean, as a Christmas kid, I watched Day. it all the time. Yeah, try it again. It. I watched it recently and like, I was like, oh, Scrooge, like, this is kind of fun, but I don't love the Scrooge story. Like, I don't love a ghost. Christmas Carol. Yeah. It's like not my favorite. I'm like, it's based on a Christmas yeah. Carol. The Muppet, a Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol is another version. See, and I don't like that, but I do love a Muppet Family Christmas, which Ooh. is very hard to find. I'd love to find that. It's great. I watched it all the time. I remember seeing Scrooge in the movie theater and when because we saw movies every Christmas day mm. and we saw Scrooge and everybody in the theater was clapping along to um, your love's lifting me higher, <laughs> higher. I think that was the song. Yeah. And like everyone was clapping along during oh the credits. God. 
Jews who go to movies on Christmas are very into it. Yeah. Like there's clapping. I saw Godfather 3. Yeah, they can like, finally be free. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas is, I really, as a Jewish girl, like, I really... I can't believe you don't have a tree, but you have tons of decorations. I it's almost weird. like that better. If I were to have a tree, it would be like a white, I'd get like a white one. Aaron and I have a small tree, like a two foot, three foot And when you guys, ha- when you're, when you have a house together, you're going to have tree. a tree. Yeah, a but right tree. now we have a little tree in a small apartment. And your mom still doesn't want to get a tree? She might this year because there are babies in the family now. And she wants them to feel cozy Christmas. Right. To me, that's a reason not because they'll just like fuck with the balls and shit. Well, they have trees at their own houses. So oh. I think it's under control. Hanukkah. Love. Okay. Love. you. Guys, I'm just glad that you guys represent. Oh, no. I'm, I am like single-handedly, sorry if you're listening, Jocelyn, like I am keeping Hanukkah in my niece's life. Like I was very upset when my brother's kid was possibly not going to be getting a present every night of Hanukkah because they're half Christmas in that family. Right. And and Jocelyn. Jocelyn cares more about Christmas, which is right, fine. Right. Like oh, go for it. Christmas is amazing. So Jocelyn, my sister-in-law, loves Christmas and also felt her daughter was getting too many presents, which I also understand. But – I want her to know she's part Jewish and I think Hanukkah is really fun. It is. And I love the candles. Like the candles give me just the smell of the candles and everything give me such a warm feeling. And I wanted her to have that. Yeah. So I got her a toy menorah when she was little, very little. And quick question. What's the first night of Hanukkah this year? It's around Christmas. Okay. I think it's like very close to Christmas, if not Christmas Eve itself. I kind of like it when they're not so close, but whatever. My family has a big debate about this. Okay. Most of the members of my family like feeling a part of things. So Mm -hmm. they're like, it's nice when it's at the same time, because it's Mm -hmm. like, we're all celebrating our holidays. You don't feel left out of anything. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of like you. I don't even mind when it starts right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you get like your own special like week at the beginning of December. I love that. And then you still have Christmas to look forward to. Right. Um, so I always send my niece Hanukkah gifts Mm -hmm. as opposed to Christmas because like, I like her to, you know, Mm -hmm. understand that that's also just to look forward to it. Mm -hmm. But we did overhear her over Thanksgiving saying to her cousin, let's pretend we're Jewish. And like, (laughs) we didn't quite know what that meant. (laughs) That's so funny. Does she believe in Santa? Yeah. I'm not doing that. Oh, is it like zero? What won't your kid then be like a like a truther, like telling other people about Santa? I'll tell her that some kids believe in it. I don't know what, I don't feel comfortable lying to her about. I get it. Something that no I don't tooth believe fairy, in. No tooth fairy, no. I mean, like I'll say tooth fairy, not. Easter bunny? Uh, Easter is not anything that's in my radar. <laughs> like here's the, th- I have a much different relationship with holidays because my parents were adamantly anti-Christmas. I yeah. mean, I didn't have a decorative house like yeah. you did. So, We just never celebrated Christmas. We had Chinese food and went to the movies. Yeah, classic. Easter was, there's no Easter. It just is Passover. We did both. Easter bunny isn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I just, it's it's just a bunny. Like it's not a person. No, the bunny gives you the basket of candy and toys. That's like, yeah, we're not doing that. And you hunt for the eggs. My issue is that I actually like the, I love decorations. Decorating eggs for Easter, just. I do right. think Easter's really, really pretty decorations. Beautiful. And I do like those crafties. Yeah. But I don't know what that has to do with. I'm not interested in the resurrection of Jesus. And like, I it's don't want. Not one of my passions either. But like, I just don't want to get it twisted. Santa, I think, is creepy. And like, mm. here's what we'll do we'll, we'll celebrate Hanukkah and I'll give her a present for each night. 
And then she celebrates Christmas in Iowa. Perfect. And gets small presents under the, under the tree because I'm not schlepping home. Great. Or shipping home. Yeah. Tons of big things. It's like... Christmas in Iowa sounds perfect. Right. And like maybe one day we'll do a tree because I do, the thing that I like about Christmas is like I do love like the glitter and the decorations. Yeah. But like... You have Christmas decorations. I know. I have those trees She has Mama. beautiful Christmas decorations that my mom also has. I kind of want to leave them up all year though. Yeah. They're gorgeous. Anyway, so I'm sorry. We got lost in a Christmas snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about moving forward okay. to New Year's. Hate. Me too. Hate. It's I've my had least. a couple good New Year's, but for the most part, I hate it. So I have with some January, methods. I have do you celebrate anything? Martin Luther King? Try to go away if there's a long weekend. I love a weekend away. Right. It all ties together. And special. Making things special. I think I love looking forward to things. Yeah. Which obviously that's very human. the only thing to look forward to. <laughs> but some people don't share this. Like, I'm not a live in the moment person. Right. I'm envious of live in the moment people. I think it takes practice to be live in the moment. Or you're naturally laid back and chill. I've I know kn- people I've, like that. I've known maybe one person like that. Aaron's like that. Bruce. I think Bruce looks well. No, you're right. Maybe, but I put I them think in different. He's very categories. in the moment. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But Aaron for sure is. Aaron definitely seems like that. For me, growing up, I couldn't get out of bed unless unless I had something to look forward to that day. Yep. Every single day of my life was like the next thing to look forward to. I'm like to. that too. I start planning the next vacation. I start planning. Yeah. That's why holidays are so fun. They keep coming. They yeah. keep coming. So even though, so but New Year's was never something you looked forward to. Never, and my tactic was very stressful. I spent it with my grandparents for as many years as I could. Famously, for millennial Millennium New Year's, the theme of my the theme of my Sweet Sixteen that never happened. um, My grandparents took my cousins and me to Disney World. Whoa! And we were there. That's really fun for Y two K, and it was perfect. And after that, I'd go visit them and stay with them for New Year's. That's really nice. And so are you going to celebrate New Year's with your grandpa this year? No, we're now, you know, if I'm going to go on vacation, that solves New Year's for me. It's like I go away. We're going to be in Mexico. You're going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's fun. And then right, you know, the right after New Year's, it's Valentine's Day is the next. How do you prepare for Valentine's Day? Aside from the boxes that your mom did. I buy cards for every member of my family mm-hmm. and stickers, a mm-hmm. lot of decorations. And I have to do that. I have to get ahead of that. So I do that in January. I know that you have gotten me Valentine's Day presents, which I really, really appreciate. It just appreciate. depends who I'm seeing, what I'm doing. Right. And like what you're getting. Yeah, like you my got, family, your sister was working for like the candle. Yeah. So you did that. I thought that but was really nice. My family like is who gets cards consistently. So it's cards. It's they a very card just, like, heavy. Cards. Yeah. At this point. And do you do any decorations? Um, yeah, I might do some decorations around my house, like some little things. And the other thing that I haven't mentioned yet is that I'm in this bad movie club that has a seasonal, every single holiday has a, has a bad movie club meeting where we watch a movie with that holidays theme. So you're that, in a bad, yeah, movie you know, club? this was sung me. It's a two member club. Oh, okay. Um, and so Valentine's bad movie club is the one I always host. Okay. So I have, so you pick the bad movie. No, it just means it's at my house. But it's not necessarily a bad movie. No, it is a bad movie and it is a Valentine or love themed movie or Christmas themed or Halloween themed, etc. Right. Valentine's Day is always mine and Christmas is always hers. The other ones get mixed up a lot. And I do have decorations because of that. What was your choice last year for your Valentine's movie? We try to watch movies that were that are really bad, but not like not even ones you would have heard of. It's often like Hallmark or Lifetime within uh-huh. the past two years. We don't like them to be glossy. Uh-huh. But they need to be so bad that you're not even making fun of them. You're talking over them. 
Okay. You don't need to pay attention. It's right. Like background. Okay. Okay. And so just a place, time for you guys to hang out. Time to hang with a thematic movie and like all the better if it's actors we recognize. So mm-hmm. like if you can get like a Bella Thorne mm-hmm. made for TV, you know, Lifetime, ABC Family, Netflix, whatever, Freeform, I guess now. If you can get one of those, mm-hmm. that's like the ultimate. And do you do candy? I mean, the snacks are a huge part of it. It's like... Does Reese's do hearts? Yeah, of course. Great. So it's like themed. All the food has to be themed. So it's like you really stick to the theme very closely. And when there's not a holiday, we come up with a theme. So it might be like, you know, dips or like, you know, Mm. and like there or just like, let's say someone's like getting married. That might be like a wedding themed bad movie club or like someone's been away for a while. It might be like reunions. But then like you kind of have to find a way for the snacks to fit that theme. Right. So like off the top of my head, reunions, I feel like that almost is like sandwiches where things are like meeting in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's right. like, it's hard. Interesting. Meeting in the middle. Meet in the middle. Oh, I it's wasn't thinking about that, but <laughs> that works too. <laughs> um, I like that. Interesting. So, and when you send cards to your family, is it just like, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Do you make them or do you buy them from the I store? I buy them and decorate them with stickers. Cool. And you wear like a red sweater with hearts or something? I have a bunch of Valentine's clothes, yeah. Great. I have like... I love Valentine's clothes. I have like sweatshirts that with like kittens and hearts and stuff. The tough thing for me about Valentine's Day is that I don't like to just celebrate it one day of the year because I really like that's my go-to. Like I love hearts. I love pink. Yeah. I like the frills. I just like go to that. Even even I love like blue hearts. I love old candy boxes red sweaters with white hearts on them so like i do it you can more. do all that i mean i do but when it is on valentine's day i'm like Ugh, whatever this is like amateur hour like yeah. i do this every day it's true you do i love the name valentine me too it's a so pretty name. beautiful name cut to march in like a lion st patrick's like day not one of my holidays didn't think so. You don't do anything for it. I don't like raucous. I think it's why I don't like 4th of July and New Year's. Right. I don't like anything where it's like rowdy. drinking, rowdy, raucousness is the theme of the day. And do you and you don't give a shit about leprechauns or shamrocks? I mean, I love Lucky Charm cereal. I know. But but no. St. Patrick's Day, I pretty much skip over and go right to so Easter. Ugly. If they had just kept it about like rainbows and shamrocks, maybe I could No, I'm not into it. I don't like I love four leaf clovers and that kind of thing. But it just St. Patrick's Day is its own thing. It's not for me. It's not for me either. Easter's all about decorating the eggs. Love getting creative there. And the candy. Love candy. Like how do you get creative with the egg decorating? Um, Sponge painting. Again, with crafting. Sponge painting, glitter, tie-dye. There's lots of ways. Tie-dye. I have a friend in New York who's really into this. So when I was living in New York, she is crafty Mm -hmm. and She's a preschool teacher, mm. so she has amazing ideas. I've only decorated eggs a handful of times in my life. I know. It's just, it's not one of my holidays. I love Easter decorations, but in my actual life. Like, I love little plastic bunnies, ceramic bunnies, pastel colored bunnies. I love peeps. I give Aaron, Aaron bunnies as gifts. That's like a thing I've always given I love given bunnies. Him. Yeah. As little, decor. Not live bunnies, just little bunnies. That's so cute. Like... They're everywhere when you start looking for them. I never played and I never had an Easter egg hunt except last year at Armin's mom's house. We like hid the afikoman. Like juice. I do Passover too. I know. It's just so weird. It never even like with Christmas, I was obviously like left out. Yes. And so there's like issues there yeah. that I have with it. 
But like with Easter, I don't feel left out of it. Like I don't have any feeling. It's so weird. Yeah, well, Easter's less feeling like you know it's not christmas is really all-encompassing yeah and presents and stuff easter like a lot of people go to church i think and they have like lunches and stuff like you wouldn't feel left out of that i don't think no and i'm like i'm down to celebrate easter but like not at home like if i go to somebody's house like i'll do it whereas like hanukkah we do at home love hanukkah Maybe I'll do it with Mary, but we can check back in and see if we want to dye some eggs okay real quick so that april may I would say starting in May, I treat summer as a holiday. Okay, so you have nothing. There's no like Maypole, May Day, Cinco de Mayo, nothing, Day of the Dead, nothing like that. Okay, so you start summer in May. Yeah, end of May, Memorial Day. Memorial Day. And summer, summer's one long holiday. May, June, July, August August. is one long holiday. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like, what are, like, besides, like, like, I'm just going to throw out some words and things here. Yeah. Red and white gingham. Yeah. Well, um, it's more like, let's make homemade popsicles. Okay. Like, jean let, shorts. Yeah. Let's wear jean shorts. Let's like make sure our nails are in like summer colors. It's like more just like acknowledging what time of year you're in. And but you're not a it. camp person. You didn't like camp. No, love camp. Huge camp person. Oh, what camp did you go to? An all girls camp in Vermont. It was not Jewish. Can you name Lockern? it? Lockern? You've never it's heard fine. of it. It's fine. I just want to no, know. No, I know. I just like, I no one's heard of it. And you, how many years did you go for? Four. Why did I think that you didn't like camp? But it's because we don't, both of us don't, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but like, I'm pretty sure we just talked about this, how we didn't love sleepovers growing up. Yeah, I'm a homesick person to this day, but for some reason, camp, It was the first year I was homesick, but I overall camp was like my life at the time. I would get homesick, but I think because we went, I mean, I went for eight weeks. Yeah. Did you? No, four. And I went for 10 years. Yeah. No, you're a real Jewish summer camp person. Yeah. That's not me. They don't do that anymore. It's Some not like do. that anymore. I. It's because we live in LA. I don't think that people do eight weeks anymore. No, they do. Okay, good. I hope they never stop. They do. I would still go if it wasn't weird. I know. And those adult camps always seem weird. But like the only reason why I'm still on Facebook or like any social media is because I like to be in touch with my camp friends. I don't really hang out with them. I don't go to camp reunions, but like I just need to be in touch with yeah, them. Yeah, I know. From many different ages and generations because my older sister was cool at camp. Mine too. Nice. Summer Where did camp, your brother go? He went to this camp called Alton. It was not related to our camp. We it's did have a brother camp. how it was like so, your, it was specifically not Jewish. And all girls. Really like, not Jewish. I need to talk to your mom about a couple of things. We're, you know, enigmas. You got your mom's this was like we had, close to like treading the line between like a waspy Jew. I yeah. Mean, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I'm, no, I'm, people. I'm fine with, if anything, I'm a little jealous. People look at, when people look at both my parents, if you were told like one's Jewish, one's not, you would guess my mom is the one who's not Jewish. Oh, one of your parents isn't Jewish? This is for a story for another podcast. We grew up thinking my dad was not Jewish. It turns out he is Jewish, but oh. he was raised not Jewish. Oh. This is like a deep 23 in me okay. situation. Okay. <laughs> not Very. even, but like. Okay. So that changes a lot. Yeah, no, he grew up not, he grew up not Jewish. Okay. He's first generation American. And. Okay. Very much. They did not raise him as a Jew. Okay. That may, now, that makes more sense to me. But he was all, they, yeah, that's why it's like some Christmas. We spent Easter and Christmas with his parents occasionally, mm-hmm. et cetera. Okay. Makes more sense. I got that. That's fair. 
Yeah. Also, like Westchester is like a different kind. We weren't in the Jewish part of what we right. were in a Jewish town. Like this well, is Westchester all very... isn't very Jewishy. It's not as as Long Island as much as no, Long Island. But there's parts of Westchester that are totally. Quite but like Jewish. I know a lot of Jewish people from Westchester, but they're not like they're just more of like a cultural. And like, look, I'm not the most Jewishy person either. Mm-hmm. There's so many different levels of being a Jewish person that it's another podcast if that were one of our hobbies, but it's It's not definitely not my hobby. It's not, but like it does. I do talk about it a lot. I don't know why, but like, I don't go to temple, like Mm -mm. whatever. So that covers the year of holidays. Yeah. We're all the way back at September. But I think that it is like your hobby. You can tell what kind of person Sarah is and how much I love her and why I love her. So I I tried doing every year for her birthday i was like now i'm gonna do a theme oh, every year those for were amazing birthday. i did it like once no, or twice but you wrote a poem everything about it was incredible i put myself in a corner i'm happy with where we've landed but those were two years of amazing gifts that i don't need any more of and i will cherish them forever that's where i bump up is like i don't want to add more clutter to your life because i know how annoying that is i also had a kid and got really distracted and used that as Good. an excuse. Let's but focus on Mary. I would. Here's the thing, though. I like the challenge, and I would like for a thematic birthday gift to come back, but in a way that's also functional. So that's a challenge for myself, and okay. it is what it is. Okay, we'll talk about it when we do part two of this in a year. Yeah, or theme, two years themed gifts. I I used to do that with with an ex. I remember like we'd be like, okay, for Valentine's Day, the theme, the gifts for each other, the theme is like nature in the natural world. <laughs> and like, I got a really good gift that year. That's such a good theme. Yeah. Oh, you always have good themes. It's fun. I, I will say if anyone's looking for things to look forward to, like try to embrace the holidays. Can you just give me like a couple of other th- noteworthy themes from your life? I know your wedding might have a theme. No, it's not. But the ones that I have a list of like fake wedding themes that were like 70s summer camp was one of them. Um, I've been to a bat mitzvah that was summer so camp. So 70s summer camp, desert disco. Ooh. Yeah. Which is like picture a disco ball in a desert. Is that still in the running? These aren't, none of these are, there's no theme. They're not gonna. (laughs) These are just like things I was like toying around with. Celestial, which I know is not your favorite, but like a cosmic sort of vibe. Yeah, but that's pretty. I mean, it's fine. Um, Yeah, those were the ones, you know, I I get into like, I love, there's a million good themes. Woodland, like folklore, like I love all that stuff. I can't, it's too Etsy. Yeah, well, it's exactly. Right. But any theme can become too Etsy. But like the folklore, I think people have pushed it to the edge. Yeah. I think they've taken it to a place where unicorns like live mm. and like. And like humans don't belong there. Right. Yeah. Just let the folklorish people handle reside. that. They, yes. Yeah. Let the hobbits handle the Shire. Yeah. Let's call it a day. <laughs> okay. So we did talk about outfits. Yes, and what you know you my wear. outfits. I have tons. So like what is a hobby that you wish that you could do but you just don't? And it's just not going to happen. I have two. I'm worried one of them won't count because it would technically make me money if I did it. So does okay. that not count? Let's see. Let's That's the it. main one I actually do fantasize about. Okay. I want to flip roadside motels. Like the one on the way to Malibu at like the base of Topanga. Mm-hmm. It's begging right. to have like some clawfoot tubs and some Pendleton blankets in those little cottages. And that's like all it would take to make it cool. And so like as an extension of your writing career 
if you drove around the country. We do that. Flipped. I mean, Aaron and I take pictures of like all the cool in Palm Springs. There's like, you know, like there's like Aloha. There's like these like ones with these crazy old signs that look like such crap. And I'm sure they're very scary to stay in. Right. But like if you renovated them, they'd be sick. I love that. And I guess if you were doing it for the pure, for, for just the joy of doing it and not for the money. Yeah. Then no, I think that does count as a hobby. Like but it's inherently a business. That's the problem. Unless it's like an art project that you never rent the rooms out. But you know what? Like it's a business. But if you were doing it for love of that and you didn't, you were like, we don't turn a profit really. Yeah. Like it's more because of love. <laughs> sure. Of. Okay. I'll aspire. I'll aspire for middling success at my <laughs> motel flipping. And what's the other one? The other one is like, it has to do with nature. Like I sort of wish I could like forage like or like right. gather you some flowers or maybe even like this herb will help you. Right. Like someone I know is going to plant medicine school right now. I am not a hippie. But like there's something cool to me that she like will now know even like these berries will dye this fabric Mm -hmm. for you in the Mm -hmm. exact shade of blue that you're hoping for. And you'll just never be that person. Right. But it's cool. And I'm so I love when other people are. It is cool. I love that stuff. I mean, I'm not I don't I'm not like that well versed in it. But like I know a few things. My old roommate and friend Gia is like really well versed in that. And it's like very helpful. Yeah. And I'm never I can get how you're not that person, but would want to know. Like, would it be helpful if you had like, if I like made you a book of like easy remedies or were you, would you just not care? I love a book of easy remedies. Like, I would love it just to look at it. I don't know that I would use it. Like how to make something look like old and tea stained. Does, so, tea, does tea come into play? <laughs> I did does. do that. I would definitely use tea to like dye old like scrolls that I would totally. print out on my computer <laughs> in seventh grade. It's like the first thing I learned how to do. <laughs> For school, it was always like such an easy way to get extra to like have them think you were really awesome on a school project was to like age the pirate scroll right. or whatever. You but were we doing. would do it with like costumes and dresses and so stuff at cool. camp or like in college. I think we had to, we, I like tea stained dresses because I wanted them to look antique or something. Um, that's a great I love like that herbology fascination, but it's just not you. But like you appreciate it in people. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you for being so original as always. Thank You're you. so unique. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Okay, and anybody, the numbers on the on the show notes. <laughs> Stay tuned and call me if you have cool hobbies and also call me if you're like a person of interest who wants to be on our podcast <laughs> or de- slide into my DMs. I've never said that before in my life. Can we not put that in? I'm jealous. Just say DMs. Of what? Of someone. It's like fun. You're going to like get some fun DMs. Okay. Slide into my DMs. Leave it in. Leave it in. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Never miss an episode of Filling the Void. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Rate, review, and tell a friend. It really helps. Filling the Void is an Erios production. With editing by Molly Hockey and original music by Michael Cassidy. An Erios original. Powered by ACAST. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.